Scripture quotations are from the Lexham English Bible, copyright 2012 Logos Bible Software. Lexham is a registered trademark of Logos Bible Software. Welcome back to the Daily Bible Reading. This is Week 8, Day 1. Today we're going to start in Leviticus, Chapter 8. Let's go to God in prayer. Heavenly Father, as we read your word, we pray that we would understand more about you and your perfect holiness, your separateness from all sin, that you are so pure and that we need to be pure to approach you. We're so thankful that you have sent your Son to this earth to take away our sins so that we could be pure and holy in your sight. We pray this through him. Amen. Leviticus chapter 8. Then Yahweh spoke to Moses, saying, Take Aaron and his sons with him, and the garments, and the anointing oil, and the bull of the sin offering, and the two rams, and the basket of unleavened bread, and summon all the community to the entrance to the tent of assembly. So Moses did, just as Yahweh commanded him, and the community gathered by the entrance to the tent of assembly. Then Moses said to the community, This is the word that Yahweh has commanded to be done. So Moses brought Aaron and his sons near, and he washed them with water. Then he put the tunic on him, and tied the sash around him. Then he clothed him with the robe, and put the ephod on him. Then he tied the ephod's waistband around him, and fastened the ephod to him with it. Then he placed the breastpiece on him, and put the urim and the thummim into the breastpiece. And he placed the turban on his head, and on the front of the turban he placed the gold rosette, the holy diadem, just as Yahweh had commanded Moses. Then Moses took the anointing oil, and anointed the tabernacle and all that was in it, and he consecrated them. And he spattered part of it on the altar seven times. Thus he anointed the altar and all of its utensils, and the basin and its stand, to consecrate them. Then he poured out part of the anointing oil on Aaron's head. Thus he anointed him in order to consecrate him. Then Moses brought Aaron's sons near and clothed them with tunics, and tied a sash around each one, and he bound headbands on them, just as Yahweh had commanded Moses. Then he brought forth the bull of the sin offering, and Aaron and his sons placed their hands on the head of the bull of the sin offering, and he slaughtered it. And Moses took the blood and put it with his finger on the altar's horns all around and purified the altar. Then he poured the blood out on the altar's base. Thus he consecrated it in order to make atonement for it. Then he took all the fat that was on the inner parts and the lobe of the liver and the two kidneys and their fat, and Moses turned them into smoke on the altar. But he burned the bull and its skin and its meat and its offal in the fire outside the camp, just as Yahweh had commanded Moses. Then he brought the ram of the burnt offering near, and Aaron and his sons placed their hands on the ram's head, and he slaughtered it. Then Moses sprinkled the blood on the altar all around. Then he cut the ram into pieces, and Moses turned into smoke the head and the pieces and the suet. But he washed the inner parts and the lower leg bones with water, and Moses turned into smoke all of the ram on the altar. It was a burnt offering as an appeasing fragrance, an offering made by fire for Yahweh, just as Yahweh had commanded Moses. Then he brought the second ram near, the ram of the consecration, and Aaron and his sons placed their hands on the ram's head, and he slaughtered it. Then Moses took some of its blood and put it on Aaron's right earlobe and on his right hand's thumb and on his right foot's big toe. Then he brought Aaron's sons near, and Moses put some of the blood on their right earlobe, and on their right hand's thumb, and on their right foot's big toe, and Moses sprinkled the blood on the altar all around. Then he took the fat, and the fat tail, 
and all of the fat that was on the inner parts, and the lobe of the liver, and the two kidneys, and their fat, and the right upper thigh. And from the basket of the unleavened bread that was before Yahweh, he took one ring-shaped unleavened bread, and one ring-shaped bread with oil, and one wafer, and he placed them on the fat parts, and on the right upper thigh. Then he put all of these on Aaron's palms, and on his son's palms, and he waved them as a wave offering before Yahweh. Then Moses took them from upon their palms, and he turned them into smoke upon the burnt offering on the altar. They were a consecration offering, as an appeasing fragrance. It was an offering made by fire for Yahweh. Then Moses took the breast section, and he waved it as a wave offering before Yahweh. From the ram of the consecration offering, it was Moses' share, just as Yahweh had commanded Moses. Then Moses took some of the anointing oil, and some of the blood that was on the altar, and he spattered them on Aaron, on his garments, and on Aaron's sons, and on his sons' garments with him. Thus he consecrated Aaron, his garments, and his sons, and his sons' garments with him. Then Moses said to Aaron and to his sons, Boil the meat in the entrance of the tent of assembly, and there you must eat it, and the bread that is in the basket of the consecration offering, just as I have commanded, saying, Aaron and his sons must eat it. But the remainder of the meat and the bread you must burn in the fire. And you must not go out from the entrance to the tent of assembly for seven days, until the day of fulfilling the days of your consecration, because it will take seven days to ordain you. Just as it was done on this day, Yahweh commanded to be done in order to make atonement for you. And you must stay at the entrance of the tent of assembly day and night for seven days, and you shall keep the obligation from Yahweh, so that you might not die, for thus I have been commanded. So Aaron and his sons did all the things that Yahweh had commanded through Moses. Chapter 9 Then on the eighth day Moses summoned Aaron and his sons and Israel's elders, and he said to Aaron, Take for yourself a bull calf as a sin offering, and a ram as a burnt offering without defect, and present them before Yahweh. Then you must speak to the Israelites, saying, Take a he-goat as a sin offering, and a bull calf, and a male sheep, yearlings without defect, as a burnt offering, and an ox, and a ram, as fellowship offerings, to sacrifice before Yahweh, and a grain offering mixed with oil, because today Yahweh will appear to you. So they took what Moses had commanded to the front of the tent of assembly, and the whole community presented themselves, and they stood before Yahweh. Then Moses said, This is the word that Yahweh commanded you to do, so that the glory of Yahweh might appear to you. Then Moses said to Aaron, Approach the altar, and sacrifice your sin offering, and your burnt offering, and make atonement for yourself and for the people, and sacrifice the people's offering, and make atonement for them, just as Yahweh has commanded. Then Aaron approached the altar, and he slaughtered the bull calf of the sin offering, which was for himself. Then Aaron's sons presented the blood to him, and he dipped his finger in the blood, and he put it on the altar's horns, and he poured out the blood on the altar's base. And the fat, and the kidneys, and the lobe from the sin offering's liver, he turned into smoke on the altar, just as Yahweh had commanded Moses. But the meat and the skin he burned with fire outside the camp. Then he slaughtered the burnt offering, and Aaron's sons brought the blood to him, and he sprinkled it on the altar all around. And they brought the burnt offering to him by its pieces, as well as the head, and he turned them into smoke on the altar. And he washed the inner parts and the lower leg bones, then he turned them into smoke upon the burnt offering on the altar. Then he presented the people's offering, and he took the goat of the sin offering, which was for the people, and he slaughtered it and offered it as a sin offering like the first one. Then he presented the burnt offering, and he sacrificed it according to the regulation. 
Then he presented the grain offering, and he filled his palm with some of it, and he turned it into smoke on the altar besides the morning's burnt offering. Then he slaughtered the ox and the ram, the fellowship offerings that are for the people, and Aaron's sons brought the blood to him, and he sprinkled it on the altar all around. And as for the fat portions from the ox and from the ram, the fat tail and the layer of fat and the kidneys and the lobe of the liver, they placed the fat portions on the breast sections, and he turned the fat portions into smoke on the altar. Then Aaron waved the breast sections and the right upper thigh as a wave offering before Yahweh, just as Moses had commanded. Then Aaron lifted his hand toward the people, and he blessed them, and he came down after sacrificing the sin offering and the burnt offering and the fellowship offerings. Then Moses and Aaron entered the tent of assembly. When they came out, they blessed the people, and Yahweh's glory appeared to all the people. Then a fire went out from before Yahweh, and it consumed the burnt offering and the fat portions on the altar, and all the people saw it, so they shouted for joy, and they fell on their faces. Chapter 10 And Aaron's sons, Nadab and Abihu, each took his censer, and they put fire in them and placed incense on it. Then they presented before Yahweh illegitimate fire, which he had not commanded them. So fire went out from before Yahweh, and it consumed them, so that they died before Yahweh. Therefore Moses said to Aaron, This is what Yahweh spoke, saying, Among those who are close to me, I will show myself holy, and in the presence of all the people I will display my glory. So Aaron was silent. Then Moses summoned Mishael and Elzaphan, the sons of Uziel, Aaron's uncle, and he said to them, Come forward, carry your brothers from the front of the sanctuary to outside the camp. So they came forward, and they carried them outside the camp in their tunics, just as Moses had ordered. Then Moses said to Aaron and to his sons, Eleazar and Ithamar, You must not let your hair hang loosely, and you must not tear your garments, so that you will not die, and he will be angry with all the community. But your brothers, all the house of Israel, may weep because of the burning that Yahweh caused. But you must not go out from the entrance to the tent of assembly, lest you die, because Yahweh's anointing oil is on you. So they did, according to Moses' word. Then Yahweh spoke to Aaron, saying, You and your sons with you may not drink wine or a strong drink when you come to the tent of assembly, so that you will not die. It is a lasting statute for your generations. And to distinguish between the holy and the unholy, as well as between the unclean and the clean, and to teach the Israelites all the rules that Yahweh has spoken to them through Moses. Then Moses spoke to Aaron and to his sons, Eleazar and Ithamar, as for the remaining parts, take the remainder of the grain offering from Yahweh's offerings made by fire, and eat it, the unleavened bread beside the altar, because it is a most holy thing. And you shall eat it in a holy place, because it is your allotted portion, and the allotted portion of your sons from Yahweh's offerings made by fire. So I have been commanded. And the wave offering's breast section, and the upper thigh of the contribution offering, you must eat in a clean place, you and your sons, and your daughters with you, because they are given as your allotted portion and your sons' allotted portion from the sacrifices of the Israelites' fellowship offerings. They must bring the tithe of the contribution offering and the breast section of the wave offering in addition to the offerings made by fire, consisting of the fat portions, to wave as a wave offering before Yahweh. And it will be for you and for your sons with you as a lasting rule, just as Yahweh had commanded. Then Moses sought all over for the goat of the sin offering, and behold, it was burned up. So he was angry with Aaron's remaining sons, Eleazar and Ithamar, saying, 
Why did you not eat the sin offering on the sanctuary site? Because it is a most holy thing. And he gave it to you to remove the community's guilt, to make atonement for them before Yahweh. Look, its blood was not brought inside the sanctuary. Certainly you should have eaten it in the sanctuary as I commanded. So Aaron said to Moses, Look, today they presented their sin offering and their burnt offering before Yahweh, and things such as these have happened to me. And if I were to eat a sin offering today, would it have been good in Yahweh's eyes? When Moses heard it, it was good in his eyes. Chapter 11 Then Yahweh spoke to Moses and Aaron, saying to them, Speak to the Israelites, saying, These are the animals that you may eat from all the animals that are on the land. Any among the animals that has a divided hoof and has a split cleft in the hoof, such you may eat. However, these you may not eat from those that chew the cud and from those that have a divided hoof. The camel, because it is a chewer of cud, but it does not have a hoof that is divided, it is unclean for you. And the coney, because it is a chewer of cud, but it does not have a hoof that is divided, it is unclean for you. And the hare, because it is a chewer of cud, but it does not have a hoof that is divided, it is unclean for you. And the pig, because it has a divided hoof, and it has a split cleft in the hoof, but it does not chew cud, it is unclean for you. You must not eat from their meat, and you must not touch their dead body. They are unclean for you. These you may eat from all that are in the water, any in the water that has a fin and scales, whether in the seas or in the streams, such you may eat. But any that does not have a fin and scales, whether in the seas or in the streams, among all the waters swarms among all the creatures that are in the water, they are a detestable thing to you. And they shall be detestable to you. You must not eat from their meat, and you must detest their dead body. Any that does not have a fin and scales in the water, it is a detestable thing to you. And these you must detest from the birds. They must not be eaten. They are detestable. The eagle, and the vulture, and the short-toed eagle, and the red kite, and the black kite according to its kind, every crow according to its kind, and the ostrich, and the short-eared owl, and the seagull, and the hawk according to its kind, and the little owl, and the cormorant, and the great owl, and the barn owl, and the desert owl, and the carrion vulture, and the stork, the heron, according to its kind, and the hoopoe, and the bat. Any winged insect that walks on all fours is detestable to you. Only this may you eat from any of the winged insects that walk on all fours, that which has jointed legs above its feet for leaping upon the land. From these you may eat the locust according to its kind, and the bald locust according to its kind, and the cricket according to its kind, and the grasshopper according to its kind. But any other winged insect that has four legs is detestable to you. And by these you shall become unclean. Anyone who touches their dead body shall become unclean until the evening. And anyone who carries their dead body must wash his garments. He shall be unclean until the evening. With regard to any animal that has a divided hoof, but does not split the hoof, or does not have a cud for chewing, they are unclean for you. Anyone who touches them shall become unclean. And anything that walks upon its paws, among any of the animals that walks on all fours, they are unclean for you. Anyone who touches their dead body shall become unclean until the evening. And the one who carries their dead body must wash his garments, and he shall be unclean until the evening. They are unclean for you. And these are the unclean for you among the swarmers that swarm on the land, the weasel and the mouse and the thorn-tailed lizard according to its kind, and the gecko and the land crocodile and the lizard and the sand lizard, and the chameleon, 
These are the unclean for you among all the swarmers. Anyone who touches them at their death shall become unclean until the evening. And anything on which one of them falls at their death shall become unclean. Any object of wood or garment or skin or sackcloth, any object that has performed work, must be placed in water, and it shall be unclean until the evening, and then it shall be clean. And any clay vessel into which it falls shall become unclean, and you must break it. Any of the food that could be eaten on which water from such a vessel comes shall become unclean, and any liquid that could be drunk in any such vessel shall become unclean, and anything on which one of their dead bodies falls shall become unclean. An oven or a stove must be broken. They are unclean and shall be unclean for you. Surely a spring or a cistern collecting water shall be clean, but that which touches their dead body shall become unclean. And when one of their dead bodies falls on any seed for sowing, it is clean. But when water is put on the seed and one of their dead bodies falls on it, it is unclean for you. And when one of the animals dies that is for you to eat, the one who touches its dead body shall become unclean until evening. And the one who eats some of its dead body must wash his garments, and he shall be unclean until the evening. And the one who carries its dead body must wash his garments, and he shall be unclean until the evening. And any swarmer that swarms on the land is detestable. It must not be eaten. You must not eat anything that moves upon its belly, or that walks on all fours, even any with numerous feet belonging to any swarmer that swarms on the land, because they are detestable. You must not defile yourselves with any swarmer that swarms, and you must not make yourselves unclean by them, and so be made unclean by them. Because I am Yahweh your God, and you must keep yourselves sanctified, so that you shall be holy, because I am holy. And you must not make yourselves unclean with any swarmer that moves along on the land, because I am Yahweh, who brought you up from the land of Egypt to be for you as God. Thus you shall be holy, because I am holy. This is the regulation of the animals and the birds and all living creatures that move along in the water and concerning all the creatures that swarm on the land to distinguish between the unclean and the clean and between the animal that is to be eaten and the animal that must not be eaten. Now to the book of Psalms. Psalm 110 of David, a psalm. A declaration of Yahweh to my Lord Sit at my right hand till I make your enemies your footstool. Yahweh will send out your mighty scepter from Zion. Rule in the midst of your enemies. Your people will volunteer in the day of your power. In holy splendor, from the womb of the dawn, you will have the dew of your youth. Yahweh has sworn, and he will not change his mind. You are a priest forever, according to the manner of Melchizedek. O Lord, at your right hand he will shatter kings in the day of his anger. He will judge among the nations. He will fill them with corpses. He will shatter the rulers of many countries. He will drink from the stream by the road. Therefore, he will lift up his head. Now to the New Testament. Hebrews chapter 4. Therefore, let us fear, while there remains a promise of entering into his rest, that none of you appear to fall short of it. For we also have had the good news proclaimed to us, just as those also did. But the message they heard did not benefit them, because they were not united with those who heard it in faith. For we who have believed enter into rest, just as he has said, as I swore in my anger, they will never enter into my rest. And yet these works have been accomplished from the foundation of the world. For he has spoken somewhere about the seventh day in this way. 
and God rested on the seventh day from all his works. And in this passage again, they will never enter into my rest. Since, therefore, it remains for some to enter into it, and the ones to whom the good news was proclaimed previously did not enter because of disobedience, again he ordains a certain day, today, speaking by David after so long a time, just as had been said before, today, if you hear his voice, do not harden your hearts. For if Joshua had caused them to rest, he would not have spoken about another day after these things. Consequently, a Sabbath rest remains for the people of God. For the one who has entered into his rest has also himself rested from his works, just as God did from his own works. Therefore, let us make every effort to enter into that rest, in order that no one may fall in the same pattern of disobedience. For the word of God is living and active and sharper than any double-edged sword, and piercing as far as the division of soul and spirit, both joints and marrow, and able to judge the reflections and thoughts of the heart. And no creature is hidden in the sight of him, but all things are naked and laid bare to the eyes of him to whom we must give our account. Therefore, because we have a great high priest who has gone through the heavens, Jesus, the Son of God, let us hold fast to our confession. For we do not have a high priest who is not able to sympathize with our weaknesses, but who has been tempted in all things in the same way, without sin. Therefore, let us approach with confidence to the throne of grace, in order that we may receive mercy and find grace to help in time of need. Well, as we look at the Old Testament and all the regulations, we must see that God is holy. And God is still just the same holy God. But we do have a great high priest who has made it possible for us, even though we've sinned, to make atonement for us that we can enter that rest of God. Well, until next time, let's keep meditating on the Word of God.